Hammond to report for Thursday, July 22nd of 2021. Happy birthday, George Clinton. Well, okay, everybody. Uh, In his honor, lucky. I want to thank you. Here is my this interview is with P. Funk, main man George Funkadelic, in Nashville. And, uh, here we are in Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. And George, uh, uh, I just want to say real quick. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for doing this, and uh, no you've no done so many things. You have so many musicians who are my favorite funky musicians come through your bands. And everybody loves playing with you. It's always a fantastic uh, it's experience. It's always been fun with a lot of folks up there making music. P-Funk, Parliament, Funkadelic, Bootsy. And then you get the, the, the horny horns, Fred Wesley, Maceo Park. And nothing but a the party. Right? It ain't nothing but a party. <laughs> right, so yeah. when anybody see us, Miles used to say, when musicians see you, they're ready to party. Yeah. No matter what kind of music they play. <laughs> Well, I just want to say up front, uh, big congratulations you, on man. the American Eagle Award to add it to your archive of awards, including your three platinum albums and, and everything. So uh, it's really uh, great that you're here to accept big it. thank and, you to uh, Dr. You David know, you're, Sanders you're still for bringing George here. And I'm just happy started. to hear that, too. Yeah, you got a tour here. For the yeah, National Music Council. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, I'm American Eagle I feel like Awards. I'm just starting. I feel like I just hear about to go down after our fall in interview. Right. That was the beginning of my career. Well, going back to Frankie <laughs> Lyman, I, I, I did want to ask you about uh, when you were a staff writer in Motown. Yeah, and, and how did you come up with Testify? Oh, wow. That was one of those riffs, you know, you just like sitting around the barbershop, three string guitar, string broke, little Billy bass, mm -hmm. was strumming on it, and you get, fell into one of those pockets. I just want to test. And we was trying to imitate Bob Dylan. We was laughing at how the Rolling Stones sounded like him, how the Four Tops sounded like him in different genres of music. Mm -hmm. And so we just did it. Friends, inquisitive friends are asking you why come over me. You know, yeah. Bernadette. Yeah. People are searching for the kind of love that we possess for a time. All, everybody was wow. doing Bob Dylan at that time. Mm -hmm. So we just snuck a little, we bite off him a little bit and snuck it in there. Nobody didn't even notice it. Oh, a beautiful hook, you know, <laughs> and it had uh, so much relevance in it. At that particular time. Yeah. That and, was the and today. You, you know, know. right. Yeah. And that, that feeling has a, a, that cadence have like a, a march, a preaching tone. You know, mm -hmm. I want to testify what your love has done for me. Yeah. Can be one on one or it could be universal. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what we choose to pretty much take all our songs, you know, even though yeah. they sound one-on-one, -on -one, but they were always pretty much, you know, shining. Everybody got a little light under the sun. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that tune, and uh, your uh, rhythm sections, you always got the great drummers and bass players, and uh, one of my friends, uh, Rodney Skeet Curtis, oh my God. was on your band for a long time. Right? I just I was just looking at him on the, on the internet just now. Mm -hmm. he said him, he's with Maceo. Him and um, Greg Boyer, but Skeet. Yeah, Greg Boyer. Yeah, Skeet. Yeah. Skeet was terrible from 15 years old. Um, One of my very favorite. Bass yeah, players, yeah. Well, and Dennis Chamber. Yeah, Dennis was, was his partner. They both was like 
under 18 years old when we first got them. Wow. And they was both bad. I mean, they was they was out of this world before they even got with us. Thank God, Dennis is back in the back in the saddle. You he, know, he's back there. Yeah, yeah. He got I ran into him in the airport, and yeah. he looked good. You know, yeah. I'm glad to see him back yeah. there. Yeah, well, sending prayers out to T.M. Stevens. You know, yeah, I heard yeah, so. yeah. But uh, T.M. he has the amazing energy. I don't know. I still have faith he'll get he'll get everything yeah. back together. Yeah. You know, yeah. pray for him. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, George. So. Um, You've been traveling a lot, and uh, you travel in a very special way because you, are the original mothership traveler, where's the mothership today? The, mo the mothership <laughs> is in the Smithsonian in Washington wow, D.C. Wow, that's yeah, fantastic! Yeah, it's, man. it's definitely one of the best exhibits there, the New African American Museum there in Washington Smithsonian. That's beautiful. Yeah, it looks good every time I go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I dug what you were doing with uh, with uh, Brian Rothschild and the John Lennon bus. So you had those young musicians, and you whipped them into shape oh, real yeah, quick. Was, you know, was, we had, <laughs> those were some nice sessions we did. Really, and, you know, I, I did that to my band. I took all my grandkids and kids and mm -hmm. put them in the van. And, you know, and we still got Blackbird and all of the musicians in it, mm -hmm. but all the singers and things. Uh, Wow. And the um, kids, like this, they give us a new energy. That's beautiful. Well, I, you know, I grew up in the Bay Area, so um, yeah, I was uh, playing a little bit with Freddie Stone, who, you know, Sly's brother, uh -huh. yeah. and uh, Willie Sparks, uh, w who was yeah. the original drummer on uh, Larry Graham Central Station, you yeah, know. So have you been in touch with Sly at all lately? Two months ago. All right. He's doing pretty good. That's good. Finally, he's getting... Something, you yeah, know, got yeah. a taste, you and know. Not only that, yeah. he did some songs with, about four songs with me on the, the last Funkadelic oh, album. That's great. Shake the Gates. Great news. Yeah, check that out, man. He did really wow. nice songs. Wow. Big inspiration to me, uh, you know, because Sly started on, on the radio, you know. Yeah, I know. I'll see it. See it. SID, Right. <laughs> and that's where I got all my music in the old days. KSID, AM radio. KSAN. Yeah, he's, the he's underground, okay. we had the underground FM stations, Big Daddy Tom Donahue in yeah. the Bay Area. Oh, mm -hmm. But we had a, a KDIA. KDIA, ooh, Bob. And Queso. Bob, you know. Bob and Queso, Bob Jones. Bob Jones at KDIA. Right. And Queso, that slide was there. Yeah, that's right. He was spinning records right there. Then I was, I was at K-Rock. Oh, what's the name, Dusty? Yeah, Dusty. Dusty. Street. Dusty Street. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't call it Dusty Street for nothing. Boy, she <laughs> She's in Ohio now. I know Dusty because I knew Dusty when she was on the air. You know? I love her voice. Yeah. You know, I did uh, I did the first show with uh, Tracy Allman. Wow. You know, and Tracy just used to do a skit of, of Dusty. You know, the hard voice, heavy voice, rock and roll. Baby. And she did it real good. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. man. So... I was wondering how how do you uh, write your songs? Do you, uh, do you lay it down on keyboards? All the oh no, ad lib, acapella. Mm -hmm. Somebody on the keyboard got a groove going on, John, in that. Or sometimes I have a melody like knee deep. I just have the melody I sung in acapella for years before I had somebody who write an arrangement to I it. I see. Yeah. And I'm our, from the old school where they write arrangements. Right. If you just sing it in a, on a cassette, they can write the arrangement, mm -hmm. make the music, or they can give me a track and I can do it. Or I can, what do you do now? They freestyle a lot of it, so I can do that just like thinking out loud. Mm -hmm. 
So when you start publishing your music, do you go ASCAP or BMI or both? Uh, um, what's, what's the new one? CSAC? CSAC. Oh, you're on CSAC. All right. Mm -hmm. well, that's really great to know that, you know, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of songwriters out there and people don't know, you know, how to get their stuff all published yeah, and I, registered up. You yeah, know, what I did with CSAC. Mm -hmm. Did you ever do any work with Bernard Purdy? Yeah. You know, when Purdy came home from the Army, when he first came home from the Army, he was the the drummer for Joe Bent in the Brill Building. Oh, yeah. 1962, mm -hmm. three, him and Richard T., all of them, they were the, the like Benny Benjamin and them were in in, um, in, in Detroit, James Jamison, like that rhythm wow. section they had there. We had a rhythm section in New York. And Purdy, that's where he created his sign, Purdy Purdy at Work. Ah, I heard so much about that, you know. He's had that sign yeah. up in the session. So you done, you, you done did it, you, you hired the hit maker, Bernard Purdy, oh, or something first, like that, when right? He, yeah. When he came home from the Army. It got him we, a lot of we gigs. All, we so. all got jobs at Joe Bett. That's where he, Joe Bett, That's right. where he got, he, he was cutting the demos. Mm -hmm. they, Richard T., yeah, all of them. Oh, Eric Gales, that was, that was the crew that, that was the. James Jamerson. Oh, James Jamerson, Benny and his and son Chris. was a beautiful bass player too. You yeah, know, I, I met him over in Germany mm -hmm. when he was with the Crusaders. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, George, but I could talk with you all night oh, long, yeah. man. So uh, we're gonna put this out on cable TV and podcast it out and do all that stuff. And so uh, you know, you have a beautiful uh, experience. Uh, Presenting this nothing but music people here, you know. Okay. So Happy birthday to George, George Clinton, Clinton, everybody. All right. Bye bye now. <laughs>